0: Join me, if you will, in Matthew 13, 24 through 30, and then skipping ahead to 36 through 43. He put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send His angels, and they will collect out of His kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers, and they will, th- and they will throw them into the fir- furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father." Let anyone with ears listen. May God add a blessing to this reading of the text and cause it to be the inspired word for us today. This is one of those. Uh, this is one of those parables I don't like. Right? This parable of the seeds is just like the one last week we were talking about, where someone interpreted it for you, and I can tell you that most scholars agree that those interpretations were put in later that jesus didn't offer the answers when he told these parables he just put them out there and hoped that it would spark some conversation right hope that it would it would get people talking about the kingdom of god the kingdom of god is like a a coin uh and that someone found in a field and then they threw a big party discuss and that's what kind of what jesus expected was for us to kind of talk about it and if someone I I think it went down like this. If someone came and said, hey, tell me what that story is really about, Jesus is going to go, what do you think it's about? (laughs) And uh, so what I think we have here is Matthew taking this parable and trying to, and using using it to speak to his community. He's got this, he's got all these troubles and he's got a community that's in a bit of a turmoil and he's got, He's got people asking questions, and I think when, uh, when the evangelist who authored Matthew uh, was writing out this story, he said, you know what, this parable, in my mind, fits well with what's going on in my community, and I'm going to help them get where they need to go by putting this interpretation in here and helping them. I think that's what Jesus meant anyway. It's probably what Matthew was thinking, <laughs> and he put that in there. And uh, you know I can see that it's a it 's a wonderful parable of, uh, you know there 's good seeds and bad seeds all grow up together and that what, you know when, when people come asking why do the evil prosper and why don't the uh, why do the why do bad things happen to good people why do good things happen to bad people it doesn 't make any sense lord and, and people are frustrated with that and uh what they get from and they think well, should we just eliminate the bad people and get rid of them? Should we wage war? Should we, should we do this? To which this parable replies, no. <laughs> uh, we let God take care of it. There's going to be evil. There's going to be good. But God's going to manage that as well. But you know what? As I was reading this parable in preparation for the sermon today, I, 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 it come back to me and I'm like, this is too black and white. I'm, ne- I'm, I'm never comfortable with all the black and whiteness Sometimes this this kind of dualistic uh, dichotomy of good and evil—this one's good, this one's evil—gets a little frustrating because, a, I don't know who's you know who's going to be the judge of that, what you know, and whose whose version of good and whose version of evil are we going to listen to? And, and the third thing is, is quite frankly, if I look at this parable, I look at it and I think. Well, you know what? I am the ground in which this seed is planted. And quite frankly, as I look at myself in the mirror, and I look at my life, and I look at my behavior, and I look at who I am and what I'm about, and I look at it, sometimes there's a lot of wheat. Sometimes there's a lot of weeds. In this fertile ground, there is sown within myself wheat and wheat. And they both exist there together. And... You know, all my, uh, and I think we live that way. We don't, it's never black and white. It's never cut and dried. It's never good and bad. You know, uh, I know you people and you are so good, but sometimes you are so bad. (laughs) You know, you you do things that you should be ashamed of once in a while. And so do I. I do things that I should be ashamed of. And then there's times when, man, they ought to be handing out medals or something to to the things you and I do together, right? So, th- we live in those we live in that tension of the wheat and the weeds growing within us together. Paul acknowledged this when he was writing in in uh, Ephesians. No, sorry, Romans. In Romans seven, he was talking about this very thing. He says, "I, I don't understand myself. I don't understand." I do what I don't want to do instead of the things I want to do. There's something within me that I know, it's, I know it's wrong, but I do it anyway, and I don't, I find myself unable to do the things that I know are right. I have this struggle within myself. Struggle between the wheat and the weeds. Who's gonna grow higher? Who's gonna. Who's going to get bigger? Who's going to get all the nutrients and and be uh, and flourish? Who's going to win the struggle? It seems like a constant thing within us to be struggling between our deep and abiding desire to, be, to produce good fruit, to be wheat that can be harvested and feed. Others or weeds, which are good for nothing, choke out everything else. Find ourselves in this this constant battle within ourselves. And what I what I appreciate about when I look at it this way, and what I appreciate about this parable, is that it says to me, "Do do I need to pull out the weeds? Because that makes sense. Get rid of those weeds." Stop stop being so evil. Stop being so bad. Just be good. Can't you just be good? Can't you just do wheat? <laughs> and God says, you know what? No, those things are going to grow up together. There's going to be wheat, and there's going to be weeds, and they're going to be all in the same ground. And if you try to pull them out, you're going to upset the wheat. Huh. I don't know how that works, but... There's some wisdom there. Uh, actually, it's kind of a weird parable. Anyone, any of you gardeners out there know that you go and get the weeds out? <laughs> what do you mean you don't pull up the weeds? It's not going to hurt that plant. Pull those weeds out of there. Uh, and so, I mean, that's one of those ridiculous things that happens in parables. But Jesus says, no, 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 no. Let the weeds and the wheat grow together. And you know what? God will get rid of those weeds. In God's own time, God will yank those out of there. All that'll be left is the What I hear about this is that, you know, we don't we don't have to be. So here's the thing: is sometimes we get so hung up on our own piety. Sometimes we get we want to major in the Myers. Sometimes we get like my old janitor at Wedgwood used to say this: sometimes we're so heavenly-minded that we're no earthly good. <laughs> that is, we get so focused on what is wrong with us. And I, I think what a luxury that is to be able to parse whether or not, you know, uh, whether or not you give your tithing uh, before taxes or after, after taxes, right? Well, and they, and search in the scriptures to try and figure all of that out and get down there. You know, uh, I, I, what a luxury to sit and parse those, those details out. Right? And if I ask for the, you know, do, do I ask this in this way? What can I expect, you know? And I think what a luxury to be able to parse those things out, but the reality is we 've got some we 've got things to do we 've got stuff that needs to happen the wheat needs to grow so that it can bear fruit and feed the world and yeah there 's going to be a, a few weeds in there that are going to uh, that could be but they can also become a distraction if we focus in on the weeds if we focus in on the the things that are wrong with us, if we focus in on the things we ought to be ashamed about, if we focus in on the things that that lead us astray, if we focus in on the things that are not lovely about us, we're going to get distracted. And, pretty, and we're going to feed those weeds and pretty soon the weeds are going to choke out the weed. But I think God gives us another formula. Jesus offers us Something else. And I'm not talking about that, you know, there's stuff you need to take care of. If you're doing yourself harm or others harm and things like that, yeah, sometimes those weeds need to be gotten rid of, dealt with. But they can also be a distraction. And Jesus says, no, focus on the wheat, nurture the wheat, and let that wheat grow. In the same letter, Paul goes on to talk about being in the Spirit. That it is by being in the Spirit that I am dead to sin, and that no longer reigns in me, but it is this Holy Spirit within me that, that creates my life, that gives me life. In, in my sin there is death, but in the Holy Spirit, in Christ, there is life. And if I just allow myself to be in that life, then the wheat will grow, overcome the weeds, transcend the weeds, produce much fruit. I think the grace I'm hearing in this text today is A, don't beat yourself up because you're not just wheat. (laughs) Don't beat yourself up because you're not just sheep. There's a little goat in all of us. and There's a little weed in all of us. I don't mean that the way it sounds. (laughs) that's the way it is that's the way that's the way the world is we could isolate ourselves away and not be affected but when you get your hands dirty you get a little dirt on you right the other thing is that ultimately it's not us that deals with it in AA there's a saying that that you know uh, the first step is to say uh, I am an alcoholic and I am powerless to do this, to deal with this myself. I don't have the power within myself to, to eliminate my alcohol. I need help. I need help. That same way, you know what? We're a little bit powerless to deal with some of those weeds. Thank God we have the power through Christ in, the, in our God deal with those things. It is our God who will pull those weeds out and get rid of them for us. We don't have to rely on our own piety, our own ability, our own strength, our own courage. Furthermore, you know, we have each other. Look at this, look at this beautiful wheat field with a few dandelions. Nothing wrong with dandelions, right? <coughs> it's a little weed. It's a pequeno weed. It's a little thing, not not a grande (laughs) wheat. And so, today, receive the blessing of God. Receive the Word of Christ. It says you have everything you need to produce wheat. And you can just focus in on that and allow that wheat to grow as we walk in step with God's Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Great and loving God, You know that within us we have wheat and weeds. We have good and evil. And there's not one of us who isn't capable of extraordinary good and really awful things. God, give us the strength to put ourselves in Your hands. to Let You help us to walk in Your Spirit that we might bear wheat and we might choke out the weeds. But mostly, God, help us to be doers of good work, knowing that as we follow You, we do the things that transform the world. You will be glorified. And good fruit will come out of us. We thank You for this day and all that it represents.